Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast to guide you home into your human journey here on Earth. My name is Vivian Gerard, and it is my delight to co-create with Gaia and share our messages from Source in this now moment. Here we go. Episode 393. It is Thursday, July the 8th here in Cincinnati. It's gray outside today, hot, sticky. There is a high level of humidity. So when you walk around, you just feel <laughs> like you're this big pile of goo walking around in a human body. We are moving towards a new moon in Cancer tomorrow. And as I was just reflecting on, you know, what to share today, what to talk about that seems to be what's most present for me and so i thought i would kind of meander through this topic of home which is what cancer always represents to me the sign of the crab (laughs) the sign of the being goo with the hard shell on the outside just kind of making our way through our world (sighs) yeah it's um it's a tender time for a lot of people as as we figure out how we feel about being home, you know, home here in the body, home here on this planet, home within our physical environment, home within our family. <laughs> there's, there's so many ways to define home. And, and when the new moon arrives and we're in the sign of cancer, you know, there's just this like intensity that we can be feeling around some of those definitions. So I'll share a few thoughts here, more stories than anything else. And then um, I'm going to be making a new moon in Cancer uh, Zen tarot card reading right after this and then a meditation right after that. So if you are looking for extra wisdom or guidance or support or just want to spend some time hanging out in the new moon energy with me, there will be a few extra nuggets that you can use as some resources today. So what I've been thinking about in my meditation, it was so sweet too, because I was sitting by myself. I have a little meditation area over there. I point like I know you can see it (laughs) on that side of the room. And it's a big futon uh, mattress on the floor and I've got a bunch of blankets and pillows. And my black cat came and sat on my lap today. It was like, she just knew you need a little extra home grounding, a little extra love and support in this moment and so she sat right on my legs as I was wrapping up and I took a picture of her and shared it on Instagram in my stories I do most of my posting now in my stories um which I really like I feel like you can drop I can drop a little like quick thought or image or expression and and then it's just there for a short amount of time and so it doesn't take up a lot of space or attention from people it's just sort of like ping ping (laughs) and so i really am enjoying the instagram stories anyway i posted this morning the picture of her sitting on my legs just kind of all snuggled up in my rainbow chakra blanket that my friend lisa crocheted for me for my birthday so just a lot of like 
snuggling and you know being being held and cocooned i was actually thinking about the title when she was sitting there and i'm like do i make the title like curling up at home or but i don't know i figure the title will come as i start talking today so you get to meet jade if you haven't yet seen her you can get a picture of her in my instagram space um she's so uh quiet and I don't know what would the word be she just holds a lot of space for me and i don't know if i always give our pets credits you know credit for that i get very impatient <laughs> with the animals in our house we have three and i get very impatient with them and then moments like that i'm like oh, i know you're doing a lot of work for me and for this family i should be more grateful and so this morning i say thank you <laughs> thank you to jade thank you to katniss thank you to star for all of the ways that they bring peace and joy and love into this home, this beautiful space that our family gets to inhabit. So here's what I was thinking about um, as Jade was sitting on my lap. <laughs> here's what I was thinking about. It's it's sort of a big topic and I don't know, um, I never know how it's gonna be received when I bring it up because you know, when we talk about being the victim or being, um, like there's there's things in our lives that we don't want or don't believe we chose to experience but we're experiencing them and so it's much easier to sort of project that or throw that out at other people and not not really own that we are the creators of our own reality and so sometimes when i name some of these things i i feel the pushback you know from people like Maybe that's true for everybody else, but not for me. I am for sure the victim of whatever this thing is that I'm talking about or feeling the wound about. And I've done that over and over in my life. I'm like, it was their fault. <laughs> I mean, isn't this how we start in the cancer sign, you know, growing up in families with our siblings? I didn't do it. They did it. <laughs> it was my little sister. It was my big brother. <laughs> it was the dog. It was the cat. It was not me. I did not do that. <laughs> and so we get in this like... I don't know, way of thinking or way of, of believing um, that gives us permission to not own everything that we're experiencing. And, and so when someone like me or other people show up and we're like, oh, let's hold a mirror up and let you see yourself. And what's actually happening is you created that. It, it sometimes, you know, puts as a cat would look when they're uh, angry it's like our hair stands on end and you know our back arches and we're like no <laughs> nope that is not mine that is not my truth that is for someone else and it's um so it's not always easy to be the one who is reflecting something to someone else that perhaps they don't they don't want to receive or maybe they're not ready for and so I've learned over the years to kind of, you know, gauge a little bit, like, can I, can I offer that reflection? I'm all, mm -mm. <laughs> it's better to just kind of sit back here and allow it to play out and however it's going to. And, and also, as I've learned in my journey, you know, to have compassion for the journey, there were many years, many years of my life and still are <laughs> where I don't want to own that I created that situation. I don't want to own that I caused someone else agony or pain or disappointment or anger. I don't, I don't want to feel the responsibility of my part of a co-creation that perhaps wasn't as comfortable or pleasant for myself and other people as it could have been. And so to own 
all of my choices and the consequences and reactions that they create, you know, it's, it's a process. And um, some days I'm great at it and some days I suck at it. And I think we all are like that. And so I have compassion for just this human thing that we're all doing, which can look really messy as we go. And yeah, it's a lot, huh? But what I was thinking about today was this, it's almost like this hump that somewhere in our journey, we have a big opportunity to kind of cross over this hump of, of realizing every single thing that we've experienced in our lifetime has been at a soul level created by consciousness, by us, so that we could learn something, so that we could have the experience of it. And, and not all of those are experiences that the conscious mind would say, oh yeah, let's do that. That is a great choice. <laughs> let's, let's go all the way into that suffering and that disaster and that you know, tower moment, that breakthrough that blew our worlds apart. Yeah, let's, let's go do that. The conscious mind, I don't think is like, yeah, that's a great thing to do. But the soul, I believe the soul is always um, the soul is always seeking expansion and evolution and growth and deeper understanding and the nuances, the subtle uh, layers of what's available for us in every breath, in every moment that we're alive here on this planet and in other places. The soul's seeking the experience and the, the delight and the wonder of going through all of it. And so the conscious mind may have all these big blocks and things we put up like terrible idea. Don't do that thing. <laughs> and the soul like pushes us into that thing anyway. And then we're in that thing and we're like, what? <laughs> what happened? What are we doing? How do we get out of here? I had this amazing dream two nights ago. Oh my God, it was crazy. It wasn't crazy. It felt crazy as I was in it, but in my dream, I was in this room and I was with my children. They were they, my children I have in this lifetime, but they were different in that lifetime. And I was trying to protect them and like all these authorities were coming in. I was describing it to my son the next morning. I'm like, you wouldn't believe what happened in my dream. But I remember specifically looking at my son. He was maybe, I don't know, seven or eight in the dream and I was holding him. And I remember looking right at him eye to eye. And I was like, this is just a dream. This is just a dream. All we have to do is wake up from the dream and we're going to leave the situation because it looked like in the situation we're about to die. <laughs> like it's, it's end game time. And I was in the dream going, just wake up. We just have to wake up. As soon as we wake up, this dream is going to be over. <laughs> and I'm like kissing him on the forehead. I'm like, it's just a dream. It's just a dream. It's fine. <laughs> and I could feel myself in the dream trying to figure out how to wake up. Have you had those before? Like, you know, you have to wake up, but you can't wake up and you're in there and you're like trying all these things. And I, I specifically remember grabbing a glass of water and I was trying to throw the water on myself, knowing the water would wake me up, but the water wasn't in the glass. So there was like no water. <laughs> and in the dream, I'm like seeing all this, feeling all this going, how do I get out of here? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> oh my God. And feeling the panic of I'm running out of time. This dream is it's about to end and not well. <laughs> right as I, right as I was in that moment of, 
I'm just going to jerk my whole body and wake my physical body up, I hear this voice in the background, like the authorities, and it says, um, she's about to wake up. She's about to wake up. And as I heard that, I woke up, <laughs> but it was right in the middle of like crossing over. And, and so I lay there in a panic in my bed going, okay, I'm not going back to sleep right now. <laughs> if I fall back asleep, I'm going back in that room and I don't want to be in that room. And that's just a dream. And I'm awake. <laughs> you ever had those where you're just like in between the realities? You're like, what, what? <laughs> that's how it felt as I was laying there. Oh, now I'm trying to remember why I even started <laughs> sharing that part of the story. <laughs> Uh, I guess it was about dreams, right? Oh, just like the temporary reality of what we're experiencing right now. It's, it's just a blink. It's just, it's like here and gone. But when we're in it, it feels like it's forever. And, and the suffering is forever. And when I was telling my, when I was telling my son about it that morning, <laughs> I'm like, I thought you were going to be killed, but I knew you wouldn't actually die because I knew that I would see you this morning here in the basement, like while you're waking up. So I knew like it wasn't real. And I was trying to tell you that and tell myself that, but in the moment it felt very real. And he was giving me a hug. He's like, mom, I didn't die. I'm right here. <laughs> I'm right here in this moment, <laughs> which is hysterical because I have said, almost exactly those words to so many clients in so many sessions. When, when we're looking at you know, past lives, however we define them in the reality we're all living in, is it happening simultaneously? Was it actually a past life? Is it a future life? Like what is time? You know, There's so much conversation, at least in what I'm watching and seeing, there's so much conversation about what is the time and space and reality and you know, how do we even make sense of it? But if I were to say there's this linear time and I'm working with a client in this year of 2021 and we're looking at a lifetime that they had in the 1800s or the 1600s or, you know, early, earlier than that, <laughs> there's, there's a, a belief that so many souls, is that the way to say it? There's a belief that the human DNA has held because the soul and the body ended so abruptly. You know, something happened in a lifetime. It was like, boom, head cut off or died suddenly with a stab in the back or, you know, just these tragic endings that are very sudden. And so the human DNA kind of remembers the trauma and the fear of the ending. And the soul suddenly is bumped into a different storyline or a different reincarnation or a lifetime. And so there's this sort of, um, I don't know, is that, is that true? Um, is that, that's not quite the words. What often happens is they, the soul and the human believes, I didn't finish what needed to be done in that lifetime, or I didn't do it well, or I didn't do it right, or someone got hurt, or I couldn't save the person. I had this responsibility for a tribe and the tribe died. That's so common what I have heard in my work. And so the in this transition into a new reality, they take that story with them. And so there's this belief in the human here in this lifetime that I've screwed it up or, you know, death is like real. And those people I heard are still hurt and they're still back in that story. Just like I feel like I'm back in that story. And so what we do in energy work is exactly what my son and I were doing. Is that real? That was a story it played out. It felt real. It was a human thing. 
and it ended. Oh, and by the way, you're right here. <laughs> you're right here in this life talking to me on the phone or in a video, like you're here and we're having this exchange that is based in this current year. So did you actually die permanently in that lifetime? And if you made it into this life in this moment, all of those in your tribe have the same possibility too. So are they still really dead back in that moment? It was just a story that ended. And now you're in this story and they're in another story and all the stories are continuing. So <laughs> it's kind of mind blowing for a lot of people when, when you say that, when I say that, they're like, oh, this is the look I get. It's funny, I'm scratching my head as I did. Oh, well, huh. <laughs> what do I do with that? You know, like, how does that fit into my DNA belief that I killed people and terrible things happen and now I'm a bad person. I'm in this lifetime and bad things are happening again. It's wild because we'll go to a movie theater, we'll pay someone a lot of money. <laughs> I think it's a lot of money to go to movie theater. I haven't been in ages though because of COVID, but you pay a lot of money, you sit in the movie theater, you've got your popcorn, you're watching this crazy, and those are crazy, crazy story playing out on the screen, whatever it is, a romance, a horror movie, a Marvel movie, you know, you're watching the story play out on the screen and seeing it as a story removed from yourself, knowing you're just having this experience watching the movie. And then you leave the movie theater and it's like, oh, that was a cool movie and let's process and talk about it. But it's not actually my true reality in this moment. We can separate realities when we see a movie versus what we're in. But I believe this, this is a movie. This me sitting here, I mean, it is a movie because I'm making a video that I'm going to post that you're going to watch. So it is kind of a movie. But this exchange of information, of energy, of perspective is also you and I in a movie that is playing out in this big movie theater that we call Earth, this big Gaia, you know, energy. And, and there are 8 billion. How many are we at? I really need to look up the number. How many humans there are? There are that many stories playing out in every moment because we all have our own movie that we're experiencing. And sometimes people die every day. People die and that movie comes to an end and it's stored in some sort of tale that we all tell each other in the families and the lineages and the communities. That movie ends and it's stored and then a baby is born and a new movie begins. And it's just this continual cycle you know, of all of these stories that are playing out. That's Earth. <laughs> so it happens. What's happening here on Earth is just beautiful, you know, storylines and souls and human bodies that are making choices and co-creating with other people. Where I think we get hung up is when we're in our story and we aren't satisfied with what we are experiencing and instead of going to the source of that dissatisfaction and sitting in it and going okay i'm creating my own story what don't i like about it how do i change that how do i create the next part of this movie that i'm going to be playing the key role in like what do i what do i do now to create a movie that i'm enjoying more than the one i'm currently in we get hung up in that moment. And so we look at other people and things and we start blaming. We're like, well, it's your fault because you did this thing. 
I'm really good at that, especially when I'm tired or hungry. I'm like, you didn't feed me. <laughs> you didn't let me take a nap. You woke me up, right? I point the finger at anyone else because owning that I make every single choice in my life in every single moment, it's a lot. It's a lot. Sometimes we get kind of tired of owning everything. So we're like, oh, point the finger. <laughs> Whose fault is it this time? <laughs> but as we sit here in this, you know, sun sign of cancer, new moon in cancer, there's this, um, this possibility of a new beginning, of a new lens, of a new way of viewing our movie where, you know, maybe we've been talking about this in a couple of my group programs. Maybe we go back to the origin. Um, this is actually what I talked about last week, the meditation that I suggested you listen to, the one that's free on YouTube. It's literally about the soul choosing to come to earth and like, why? <laughs> why, why, oh, why would the soul choose to come to earth? And then is that fulfilling what the soul thought it would experience in the human journey here on earth? So what I've been suggesting to a lot of people this week is why don't you take the time to look back at some of those original contracts that you made when you decided to come have this human journey. So the first one always is Earth, Gaia. Why did you come to Gaia? Why are you here on Earth? What, what magnetized you <laughs> towards this little blue planet? I can't tell you how many times I've had someone say, I feel like I just got pulled here. I got sucked into earth. Like I didn't have a choice. Earth just put me here and now I'm suffering in this crazy reality. <laughs> I didn't want to be here and I'm here. Yeah, well, bullshit. Like it doesn't work that way. It just doesn't work that way. And it just doesn't. It's like a law of Gaia. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. You're only allowed to come into earth, into this bubble, this atmosphere of Gaia. If you make an agreement with Gaia and there's this co-creation, you wanna come in, what are you gonna do? Okay, you can come in, but you need a body. You need to be in a human body. So let's make sure we've got that prepared for you and you need a community or a home or a storyline to fit into. So there's no random sucking and pulled into this reality. You chose to come in and once you're in here, you're, you're here and you might've forgotten all of those agreements you might remember all of it i don't know the whole mix of stuff what's your original choice your agreement with gaia you know have you looked at that in a while have you sat and explored that for yourself It'd be a beautiful thing to do with this new moon in cancer like huh you and gaia what do you have going on and then the next agreement is who's going to be your mother Whose womb are you going to enter? It's the only way to be birthed into a human body is through a female, at this point, womb. So why did you choose that mother? Why did that mother choose you? What were you, what were you going to co-create together? I was just saying this in one of the groups this week too, like, and then there's the siblings because <laughs> they agreed to have the same womb as your womb that you were in, maybe at different times, but like, Y'all agreed to the same womb. So there must be some similarities and some themes that pull you together, you know, pull. I have a, an older brother and younger sister. Like we all chose the same mom. So there's something there that binds us, that brings us together. And 
And sometimes that's just for those early years, you know, as you're forming and developing as a child and learning about community and fault, whose fault it is. Remember that? Like, is it your fault or my fault? Who's to blame? (laughs) Sometimes that's the main learning that we get from our siblings. And then we're all off on our own journeys and life is perfect and good. Sometimes, you know, we have healings and weavings that go through our whole lifetime. And then the dad. So, you know, new moon and cancer. Maybe you want to explore your contract with Gaia, (laughs) your contract with your mother, your contract with your siblings, your contract with your father. (laughs) How fun. (laughs) Oh, I'm just filled with beautiful messages of joy and play (laughs) for you over this weekend. (laughs) And I say all of this with a little bit of irreverence because when When we watch a movie, for example, in a movie theater, we can create this distance between us sitting in the audience and all that's playing out on the movie theater in front of us. And from that distance, we can see things so clearly. It's like you can tell who's going to be playing the bad guy and who's going to kill who and which one's going to have the surprise ending. My husband is like a master at this. He predicts the ending like five minutes into the movie and I'm still trying to figure out who the characters are. When we watch it, we can sort of do that impartial observation. But then when it's our journey, I mean, we're so tangled in the complexity of it, the layers of the stories, the weight of the emotions, like it's, right, it's hard to be at all impartial and see how things are playing out in a certain way to give us a certain lesson. So I understand when I say, just look at all these contracts, you know, it's, it's a lot to suggest. And what if, what if something magical happens as you start looking at it this time? What if you get a brilliant aha that pulls you out of victimhood like that? What if you allow compassion for yourself as you put yourself in your own movie and go, man, you picked, you picked a tough road. Like that, that was a badass move to have that situation play out in that way. Like, wow, compassion, right? Compassion for yourself. And then also a sense of curiosity, like, you know, why, almost as if you can put yourself and your story up on the movie screen. Why would I have picked that story? Why would that be the situation I would want to step into? Or why would I create that wound immediately and then drag it around to me my whole life? Like that's a real wound. That is a painful, dark, deep, yucky thing. And I chose, I must've chosen it because I experienced it. I chose that and I've been fighting and resisting it my whole life. And now here I am in this moment, listening to this, woman (laughs) telling me in a video to look at it again maybe this time when you turn and you look at it with curious compassion for yourself and for all the other characters that were playing that story out why like why would you choose that what what could possibly be teaching you what gift is there for you and also for those that you were co-creating with Maybe your role was literally just to hold big, energetic steadiness and love while some old, nasty karma was cleared, while some 
some growth from other lifetimes that hadn't been completed was finally severed. We don't know. We don't know. And so, you know, if you, if you allow yourself the space to go be with some of these stories, these wounds, these things, who knows what can come through for you. And so in this new moon in Cancer, you might just have 50 tons of karma drop off your shoulders. Not because I did anything, not because someone around you changed, but because you were willing to just sit and look at it and be curious and compassionate and allow some breakthrough to come into your consciousness. Allow, allow yourself to see, oh my God, like Viv's right, it's a movie. <laughs> This whole damn thing has been a movie. It's just like in the dream, like, wake up, wake up. <laughs> it's actually that. Who knew? Like, okay, okay. And then you sort of have to sit and recalibrate your world and, you know, kind of settle into this seat. Like I am here, like settle into the seat and go, hmm, well, if I could create that storyline, and I can let go of that storyline by looking at it. What could I actually create next? What could I create next? That's the place I'm in right now that feels so exciting. Like, man, I have done some stuff. <laughs> I have mastered some things, I've cleared some things, and now I'm here and like, what, <laughs> what do I wanna do? And it's almost like, um. Like, you know, those, those um, movie, not movies, those shows where they like come renovate a house and then the kids to keep them busy are sent off to Toys R Us. Remember when we used to have Toys R Us? They'd send them off to Toys R Us and they'd say, okay, you can get whatever you want. You've got like five minutes in the store with a shopping cart. <laughs> and so the kids are like, because ah! <laughs> all they want is everything in the shop. And there's only five minutes and there's only one cart. Like what, how are they going to figure it out? And, that's kind of how I'm feeling. Not, not frantic like a child would be in a store, but more, it's more like this. It's like I'm rubbing my hands together going, hmm, what should I do now? <laughs> what, what feels good to me now? How do I want to play? And what do I want to create? And it's um, so much of what I'm experiencing right now is about focusing, really learning how to stay focused. Um, I just had one of my guides say this in my meditation earlier, because in the meditation, this guide, this energy sat next to me and was typing into a computer like really fast. And in my inner dialogue, this is how my guides and I communicate. Maybe you do this also. Maybe you don't. Maybe I'm showing you a new possibility we have this inner dialogue in my mind. So I will say to my guide, as I did this morning, like, why are you typing on a computer when you're supposed to be here focusing on me? <laughs> that's, that's how we talk. <laughs> Maybe you talk differently. That's how we talk. And it was so cool because immediately I could feel my guide speaking in my head and going, trying to show you that you can multitask better, trying to show you that you're able to, to be present in different experiences and realities at the same time. And so I am fully here with you in this moment, showing you this as I'm also typing this download that I'm sending to somebody else for a book that they're going to write. I get to do both because I'm just consciousness and energy 
moving in a non-physical form. You're still in the physical form that's limited. So I'm trying to show you to expand the possibilities. You can multitask. It's wild is. It is wild. It's cool, but it's also wild. When I was running this morning, I paused for a moment because I I heard a song. I'm trying to remember why I paused. I heard a song and I wanted to send the song to a person who I knew would need to hear it. And I was in the moment and wanted to just do it in the moment. So I stopped running to walk to quickly send the song. And as I started running again, the woman that I always see in the morning, we kind of are on different times usually, like she's walking, I'm running. So we kind of pass each other in different ways in the neighborhood. She's literally coming towards me. <laughs> if I hadn't looked up, I would have bumped into her a minute later. And I was like, oh, no, sorry. And she starts laughing. I said, I was multitasking. <laughs> She's like, I see that. <laughs> so when I was sitting here with my guide talking in my ear about multitasking, I just had to laugh. So I'm like, I already knew that was going to be the theme for today because I said it on the run and I don't normally do that. So like, I'm already, I'm already gelling with what you are about to show me or send to me. Thank you. Like, I, I get it. The message is already starting to work. And then of course I had like 10 questions about how do you multitask and what do you do? <laughs> Because I'm never satisfied with just my guides giving me like one thing. I'm like, what else? What else are you going to tell me? If I'm sitting here meditating and I've got Jade on my lap while I'm like focused, I would like to get as much out of this moment as possible, please. <laughs> uh, and now I can't remember what he said about multitasking. I just remember it was about, it was about being present, listening. That, that's what it was about. It was about listening and not being on the next thing, trying to pretend you're listening to someone because that's not actually multitasking. Multitasking is I can be here focused on this thing and hear what you're saying to me at the same time and not miss a beat. And I haven't mastered that yet. So I'm going to work on that. New main intention. What do you think? <laughs> I'm going to work on that one. <laughs> Okay, I feel like we've got plenty of, of stuff to ponder now from this video. And it's also such a beautiful way to go into making the card reading. Um, I love when I'm playing with the cards and, you know, the images are showing me things and then I can translate that and, and then I can bring these stories through in a very visual way besides, you know, you just looking at me moving my hands around and <laughs> doing stuff, laughing. So, yeah. So let's recap. We have a new moon this weekend. It's in Cancer. It could be very tender. Um, there may be some opportunities where some old stories and patterns come up. And so if those present themselves, I encourage you to not get dragged into the old victimhood or limited belief that has you stuck in that past paradigm. Take a breath, lean back. Imagine you're watching the story that's happening play out on a movie theater and it's, it's just a story. It's just a movie. What alternatives are there for the characters to try? Bring some of that curious compassion into what is playing out. Take a breath, breathe, step back into the situation with a little bit, a little bit of um, detachment and then see what happens. Take that moment, if the, the moment presents itself in this weekend where you have that potential for a massive shift, massive shift in your consciousness. 
take that moment back into your meditation time or into your walk or into you know your early morning where you wake up and you're half in half out of sleep like sit with what happened and and look at it from a different angle and just see like do i have to stay in that old movie can i create a new movie like if i want to create a new movie what would it look like and what would i be doing and you know maybe you start rubbing your hands like me like ooh, <laughs> ooh, what can we be doing next what feels feels more fun, more playful, more exciting, more fulfilling. And then focus on that. And perhaps you set some intentions for the new moon that align you with that new possibility. Yeah. And, you know, then there's always your guides. Talk to your guides, see what they have to say and have a little teaching moment with them. <laughs> see, what, see, as I scratch my ears, see what they tell you. <laughs> yeah. And then if you're looking for just some more play, I will have, um, the new moon tarot reading up in a little while all right have a beautiful weekend everyone thank you for tuning into this vibration of pure love i invite you to join me in viv's energy gym where we are building a community of leaders in this new earth exploring infinite embodiment the soul aligning harmoniously with the human body and mind you can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.